Hello, and welcome to House on 1500, episode 32. Hello, guys, sisters. Hello. Hello, hello. So, so we'll do um, low highs, and I'll start, and then Megan, and then Annie, since she picked the topic this week. Sounds great. So my low is that we want to remodel our house and we have enough equity in our home to pull out some money comfortably. So I had a bill, like I have been thinking about this for years and years and years. Um, and we had a builder come out and I have drawn up some rough plans and the builder was really nice, but he looked at it and he's like, this will cost double the amount that you have budgeted for and we have a a pretty big budget but it would cost almost the same amount as when we bought our home so I was like oh we can't do that so (laughs) I just had to go and readjust expectations and anyway we have a new game plan so but it was a big bummer because I was super excited to like finally do all the things and um but it's fine you know first world problems for sure have you and gotten then, a second opinion yet? No, not yet. Okay. No, I've contacted a few people, but just organizing schedules. Sure, sure, sure. And then the happy thing is I am really happy that it is warming up and the sunshine is more consistent and because I really love yard work. So I'm really, I'm excited that it is more consistently warm. Although today is going to be too warm for me because <laughs> it's <laughs> oh I forgot to say the day today is may 6th yes yes <laughs> today is may 6th it's supposed to be in like the 80s today and i prefer high 70s so yes me too agreed, agreed. yep we should all live on an island we should all <laughs> yeah but then you get the humidity so i don't know well my hair does okay. If I allow the curl to happen, humidity is not that bad. <laughs> All right. Let's see. My low, um, well, without specifics because I can't, work was particularly hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can handle a lot of things. Specifically, I can handle a lot of death because mm-hmm. oftentimes it is feels more like a release from Mm -hmm. a long or chronic disease Um, but when it's not one of those Mm -hmm. it's an unexpected thing it makes me I mean obviously Mm -hmm. I'm a human so it makes me (laughs) and just as just as a reminder Megan works as a NICU nurse right so it was kind of a stupid sad really rough day um Uh tuesday right yeah it was on tuesday anyway Mm. so i'm still just kind of reeling like i will be fine right it just takes me a couple days you know (laughs) i worked out i so it was tuesday night so i slept wednesday and then i woke up and i went to the gym even though i didn't want to but i was like i gotta find some endorphins somehow because like Mm -hmm. i'm real sad yeah and and then as soon as i got like home from the gym apparently all that release like then I finally I just like sobbed on my way home and like in the car (laughs) but that's what I was waiting for because I hadn't cried on Tuesday not really like tears but not like 
I yeah. had to let it out. And then I was just waiting and waiting. And apparently working out what's going to do it for me. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Like, yeah. Just... yeah. But today's better. Today's better. Good. Good. Um, so that's a, it's a pretty low. Yeah. Um, and my high, it's I, all the things. I went to Las Vegas. And that was fun to spend time with my family. Although I guess that's kind of also a medium because Las Vegas is not meant for families. Right. <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. So I had a good time with my family, but I don't need to take them back there. Right. <laughs> right. For reals. But it was super great to have the weekend off with them and do something different. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That is fun. All right. Any all right, so my low, which is kind of a first world problem low too, is <laughs> is that my eyes from my PRK surgery are so pretty blurry. Wow. <laughs> so that's okay. I'm two weeks out as of today. And they say it takes about a month. So, you know, I'm halfway there. There are pockets of improvement where um, what's really happening is my right eye is wor- like a worse prescription mm-hmm. than my left. And so I just kind of have some double vision where I just see kind of two of everything. So <laughs> that's so obnoxious. <laughs> it is. It's kind of obnoxious. And then I'll have tiny pockets where they both align. I'm like, oh, great. But they're still not like my preferred clarity. So I'm hoping there's still improvement even in that. So it's good. I'm not panicked. I'm not in pain. It seems like it's par for the course. And this totally explains why the doctors and assistants and nurses and all the people, when they realized I had to have PRK, they were very like, oh. The <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay, so it's a little bit longer recovery. I wasn't like, it's still awesome that I can have it, you know, but they, but now I know why it is, it is a process. <laughs> yeah. Although you had one evening, you sent me a Marco Polo yeah. because she thought she, it was bedtime and uh-huh. she was, she's like, Oh, I need to take out my contacts because she yeah. could see, but then yeah. you didn't have contacts. Right. So yeah. little moments, glimmers yeah. of hope. For sure. Little moments. And I still, even now, because my eyesight's still kind of blurry, I'll go to want to go put my glasses on but mm. then I'm like I don't have to you know so I can see better than I ever could before so sure. it is a huge improvement so just slow and steady so super slow yeah and then my high is just the weather too so we've just got some warmer weather we've had a lot of like snow and rain like a ton in April right hence mm-hmm. the herbage April showers bring me flowers but we haven't had, it's still been kind of cold, even if it's been sunny. And so yeah. we've had a few days, like today's supposed to be like 74. So I'm just Perfect. like energetic yeah. and, and all the things when the sun is shining and the weather's nice. And so I'm excited. Yeah. Spring. So, okay. So that is it. So we're going to take a quick break. All right. Welcome back. So today I have the topic. So I'm Annie and we had a suggestion from um, our sister-in-law she, when we were kind of revamping our podcast. We're like, hey, give us all the ideas. And she came up with a husband edition. And I thought that was a great idea. So I have a couple questions that we'll all go and answer. And um, I'd love to just do a quick brief 
like super watered down how you guys met your spouses. So let's just go in birth order for everything. Does that work? Yep. That okay. sounds good. Okay. okay. So this is Emily. I'm the oldest. <laughs> I <laughs> was going on, I had been asked on a date by somebody and I didn't want to go by myself. Like I didn't want it to be a single date. So I called my cousin who was born the same year as I am, but she is in an older grade and she went to a different school. Um, still a local school. We were still really close. Um, and so I said, please find a date and come with me. And her date ended up being my husband. And it was <laughs> fine because they were just friends, like really just friends. She said, will you come on this date with me? And he told her no, because he had broken up with his longtime girlfriend and he didn't want to. And she's like, please, she's freaking out. I think <laughs> I need you to come with me. And she goes, I'll let you drive my car. And I can't remember what car she had because that doesn't matter to me. But I guess it was a cool <laughs> car. And he's like, all right, fine. If you let me drive the car. And so that's <laughs> how he came. And I thought he was really funny. He didn't pay any attention to me because he was there for the car. <laughs> and then the next week she had her 18th birthday party and invited both of us and we just dated from there. So I was 17 and a junior at Bountiful High and he was 18 and a senior at Viewmont High when we met. So Emily, what were your first impressions of him? I mean, you, I know you said that he was funny. Was there anything else? No, it was mostly just that he was funny. That, yeah. that was my, I do remember that, um, when we first started dating, dating, he mm -hmm. came over to pick me up. And mm -hmm. I remember mom saying, oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> and I was like, is he? <laughs> because that was, that's not what attracted sure. me to him is it was that he was funny. Yeah, that, that's fun. Okay. All right. So my husband and I, we met at Utah State. Um, we lived in Old Farm Apartments. And he just was our neighboring, the neighboring apartment next to us. So they'd have girl apartments and then boy apartments, but all kind of in the same common area. So he was in my ward and um, I did meet him like at the ward social because I remember him ask, you know, I asked him what he was studying for mm -hmm. and he said to be a dentist, but that's like all I remember. But then um, we were doing kind of a roommate meeting of like, do we want to have meals together? Do we, how do we want to divide the cleaning and all that kind of stuff? And they have no AC in those apartments. And so it was August and the doors and windows are all open. And so he just kind of popped on in and started conducting the meeting. And <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was super funny. And so that was my first impression that just, he was just so hilarious. Cause we talked about having a, a pot jar to put money in to, to divide cleaning supplies. Oh. So then there's just a running joke of the pot jar. And <laughs> that, that was me. All right, Megan. Okay. So Annie's the only one who didn't meet her husband in high school. Well, actually, mine was junior high. So mine was even younger. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex and I, our circles of friends converged in mostly in ninth grade. Um, my friend liked his friend, you know how that goes. And yeah. There was, there was AOL conversations happening. Anyway, so <laughs> AOL, it was me. Um, yes. And we became really good friends. 
And then our circle of friends kind of left, you know, they just moved on and we were less, we weren't super good friends after that. Cause I ran away from him. It's a whole, I can't water down all of the details. <laughs> the point is, we met in junior high in ninth grade. We didn't start dating until college, but mm. there was a lot of in-betweens um, <laughs> in the years before that. And he yeah. always liked you, didn't he? Like he, he always wanted to date you. He did. He yeah, did. it's true. And secretly, you liked him, but you didn't. I want him. did. He made me nervous because, <laughs> as we had discussed in the divorce podcast, I was not holding myself for a couple mm-hmm. of years, and I put up a decent amount of walls, and right. um, he saw through them. And I right. did not appreciate that. <laughs> it made me it made me nervous and uncomfortable. Yeah. To see me when I wasn't trying to let them see me. Sure. Yeah. sure. So I ran away. So what were your first impressions of him? I mean, do you want to think about junior high when you first met him, or should we be fair and do college? <laughs> no, no, junior high is still the because because my first impressions of him in junior high and our friendship then that's what fueled the college anyway um he and I would have really great philosophical conversations like Mm -hmm. my conversations with Alex from the beginning were always interesting they always Mm. felt like like there was not a lot of fluff there was very little small talk like it was always just something that I don't know not necessarily felt important but was I don't know they were meaningful conversations. Were, that's the word I'm looking for. They were meaningful mm-hmm. conversations. And that was not what I was getting from any other 15-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, right. there was just, it, he was just different. He was just very different. And he's still very different. <laughs> <laughs> but in the best way. In the oh, best no. way. And, and in the best way for me. But, like, he's he's yeah. not your average Joe by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Okay. All right. So the next question I have, starting with Emily, or what are some of Kevin's best traits? Um, I would say that he, some of his best traits is he is a hard worker, which I think is just so cliche. And I was really trying to think of a something more <laughs> unique. Yeah, something more unique. Um, so I would think, you know, a hard worker. But then also he's really good at taking um, uh, suggestions. I guess you could, I guess you could also categorize categorize it as constructive criticism. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, and that was something that he had to work at. I I mean, I think anybody has to work at it, Yeah. but I could see him actively working at it and, Mm -hmm. Um, if we ever get in an argument, he's usually the one that apologizes first, which I also think is pretty mm-hmm. unique. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's always a very sincere apology. It's, it's never, yeah. it's never like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, you know, <laughs> kind of a thing. It, it's, right. it's genuine. So I would say that his ability to apologize and take ownership, even if it was me that was the bigger punk. <laughs> he his ability to take ownership for his part sure. helps a lot in me being able to take ownership for my part and I am pretty good at saying sorry as well 
but he's better at it in our <laughs> in our relationship together. Sure, Does that makes sense. Yeah, so those and, would be the, those would be those are my yeah. favorite favorite things. Some of his best qualities. All right. Um, for me, for Mark, um, I love how even killed he is, and so he there's not very much that gets him riled up, which is good because I can be <laughs> high sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I've come a long way those first years of marriage. I'm sure he was like, "Whoa, why are we freaking out about this? Like, <laughs> this is not a thing." So I, but I just love, he's, he is really, he's a great sounding board because he will, I don't want to say put me in my place because that sounds like I, something's wrong with what I'm thinking, but he's really good about not being shy to say, well, have you thought about this? Or let's take a look right. at this side, which I really appreciate. I don't want someone to just agree with me unless they really believe it, you know? And I want yeah. someone, and he's really good at just giving everyone the benefit of the doubt he just is way more compassionate than I am and so I just appreciate what he brings to the table because he really calms me down <laughs> and yeah. I do think he's funny he's got a really funny quiet sense of humor um, that I just appreciate and he is extremely handy and um, I love that he's willing to do projects with me because that does not always happen in relationships and you can right. still be in a relationship after a project <laughs> but we, we actually complimented each other really well in that regard. So I love that. That's good. Well, it's so Come fun. Um, okay. So Alex's best qualities. Uh, one of, well, so a phrase that I've picked up from Alex is that he's reserving judgment, which used to drive me bananas. Because <laughs> I wanted him to respond with emotion to whatever was happening around him. <laughs> But he was reserving judgment until yeah. more things, more information came to the light, to light, or until he could understand the person better. Like he just, and and I'm usually talking about in interactions with other people, where mm -hmm. I would get all hot, like so mm -hmm. hot, and I'd be so mad. And he'd be like, "Well, you know, it might be this way, or it might be that way. I'm just reserving judgment." I'd be, and I, I would literally, I'm like, "Just get angry! Why don't you get angry?" <laughs> but. I have come to deeply appreciate his reserving judgment because mm -hmm. it's taught me to be less reactive mm -hmm. in my interactions with other people. And I also realize he, he's probably often reserving judgment with me, which mm -hmm. I appreciate <laughs> because I'm like, but I remember early in our marriage, I just, I, I was like, why won't you like fight with me? He's like, why would I want to do that? I don't want to do that. He's like, we don't even have anything to fight about. You're just, or get, anyway. So yeah. his, his, he's pretty even killed as well. Yeah. Very similar to Mark in that regard where mm -hmm. I will get riled and he's just like, well, could be this way though. Like, I think maybe, I think maybe you take a breath. We look at it in a different view and, and it'll be all right. Um, I also think one of his great qualities is that he beats or he what is it moves to the beat of your own drum what what is that phrase yeah yeah moves to the beat of your own drum yeah, yeah. like and yeah. and i don't know that i have met very many people who do that in yeah. an unassuming way like it's right. not in your face that his drum is different than your drum <laughs> you know like yeah <laughs> He, so he, he, yeah he accommodates for other people's drums but also makes room for his own so exactly 
which it's a very, lot of it's people a good who skill. are very independent and mm-hmm. have their own way of life right. are very in your face about it. Right. Like, They're this overbearing. Is, this way, yes. you know, and yeah. like it's but he's just like, No, you that's cool. You're gonna do that. I hundred percent mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> And I think that is, I just love that about him. And it has allowed me to find my own drum as well, which the longer we're married aligns more with his a lot of the time, but sometimes not. But it allows, it's given me the confidence to be like, oh, other people are doing it one way. Cool, cool. I still feel better about it this way. Like I, right. I think it's, I think it's a great thing about him. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, okay, sandwich this one in the middle. So what is a pet peeve of we're just gonna stick to one? From your husband, pet, it doesn't have to be big. My pet peeve isn't he can't help it. So it's kind of a jerk <laughs> thing for me to have this as a pet peeve. To throw it out there, yeah. <laughs> I his jaw pops when he eats. <laughs> That's a big thing for you, though, because you're a sensitive sound person. So I, only with eating, for the most no. part. Like if mm-hmm. I hear people eating, I yeah. yep. can't even. Yeah. Like it would be everybody's like family dinners, and I'm like, do you want me to murder my family? <laughs> is that what you want me to have family See, dinners? My my Brighton is that way, so you guys can commiserate oh. together because well, she's literally and then yeah. from everybody yeah. else. Too. Yeah, that's right. With your silence counseling, yeah. yeah, like I don't know what it is, and I have to actively like do yes, brain yeah. work. Like it's sure. fine. Yeah. Nobody can help that. They're not everybody's not open. They're just yes. chewing, you know. <laughs> Everybody has to eat. I know. So anyway, and he can't help it. So I'm yeah. just a jerk because no. I <laughs> I can't I have to actively work on it and be like, it's fine, Emily, it's fine, Emily, it's fine, Emily. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I'm not listening to the conversation because I'm trying <laughs> to be like, stop being a jerk. He can't do anything about this. <laughs> It's just unfortunate that you happen to have this and he happens to have that and it's together. So, yeah. Because yeah. I don't so think I've nothing ever like he heard into... his jaw ever. I have never heard his jaw a lot. Yes. Oh my gosh. It even happens when he's eating ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Anyway, that's it. Um, okay. So, for me, um, uh, since Mark is so even killed, um, he, which makes him very detailed, which is good because I love to just eyeball all the things. Let's get right to it. <laughs> so it's great that way. But when playing games, he takes an eternity to make <laughs> decisions. <laughs> like the worst, because I'm like ready to go. I have three steps ahead of what yeah. I need to do, but I have to wait. And I just am <laughs> like, same thing. I'm like, I want him to take his time and feel not rushed. But at the same point, like, I can't even handle waiting another minute. Like, the game Splendor. I love yeah. playing that game. <laughs> but, like, if someone takes your card or does something, it thwarts you. You've got to quickly think about. But he has to take his time. And it's <laughs> all the decisions and make the choices, which, like I said, is so good in so many other areas of life. But in games. It drives me bonkers. And so <laughs> like, Alex's, Alex's grandparents had a little woodpecker toy that mm-hmm. would like circle around this pole, like it would, and it would tick down and tap the little pole as it like 
went down from the top to the oh, bottom. Yeah. Right? Oh, sure, yeah. So mm-hmm. when and they they played a lot of games. Him gotcha. and his cousins. Mm. And when people were taking too long, they're like, "We got to go get out the bird." And so, <laughs> and so they would, and you had until the bird went down to the bottom of the pole to like mm. take the turn. That's so, so now it's just a reference point. Like I'll just like move my finger like a woodpecker and be like tick 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 tick. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard you say that to him. But I just thought it was like a ticking of a clock. I didn't realize it was a woodpecker. Yeah, no, it's it's a little bird that would like circle down and like tap. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not a bad idea. So then it's like I'm not the bad guy. I'm like, oh, the time's up. Time's up. Let's go. We're moving on. So it's all good. It's all good. But that's definitely one that I actively have to um take deep breaths. It's just a game, Annie. It's just a game. Just a game. Well, see, I love that all of our pet peeves are like not super big deals and emily mm-hmm. i'm in the same camp alex literally can't help doing what drives me crazy because <laughs> so he his brain focuses really hard on whatever he's focusing on and if you then try to come into the conversation in his mind it doesn't work and he just stares at you he oh just, my gosh it's the funniest thing just stares at you and it's like so you true. can see his you can see behind his eyes words right. yeah. he said words yes. he said yeah. what are those words <laughs> what did you try to say to me and like <laughs> and I know the it but, eyebrows yes, oh, that's, it's great. yes that's right because and like because he's thinking and concentrating he furrows his eyebrows so he looks at you like he's so angry and, he's and like, like staring how- at you right and how <laughs> dumb of you to ask that question or see, I see more of just like processing it's how I view oh, his eyebrows because I, I guess I know just know that's what's happening so it's just funny well, yeah but like if you it's don't comical. know if you've yeah. never met yes him, you ask him a question when he wasn't prepared for it <laughs> and he just stares at you with this yeah. face <laughs> so my pet peeve is also endearing like it's such an endearing part of him but it drives sure. me crazy yes yes yeah like if I'm trying to if I need an answer quick and he just lo- looks mm-hmm. at me with that mm-hmm. blank mm-hmm. face I'm like oh my gosh it's gonna take forever <laughs> <laughs> like, and Alex so explains that he's like I have a train of thought and then your train of thought comes and derails my train of right, thought and yeah. I'm just assessing the chaos to right. figure out which train I need to focus on first <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he so does. He just—it's so funny. But so, and I'll just like repeat words at him, mm-hmm. like the key word of whatever I said, yeah. <laughs> to like try and like help him focus on the train. This train. This train. And I don't—he's never said that that's annoying to him. I don't know if it's helpful or not. I should ask him. But... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, and he okay. can't help it either. He tries no. so hard. Yeah. No. Just how he thinks. Yep. And that's same with Mark. Mark has to process, so it's fine. It's just so slow sometimes. <laughs> it's, all right. it's all good. He usually wins because he probably took his time. Like, right. I mean, I can probably <laughs> learn two things from him. But man, I'm ready. Okay. Funny. We're going to just do one more. Okay. So, what have you learned about yourself from being married to your husband? Emily. Oh, I don't know that I like going first because after you guys talk, I'm like, oh, right, that. Oh, right, that. Like, I remember that. And I know you gave us the questions before then, but You're fine. I, didn't, I didn't think about it. I'm very I hard. can go first. Good. You okay. go first. I am lazy. 
that is what <laughs> I have learned. <laughs> I he does all the things. All right. So for those who don't know, I am the one who works full time in our family. Um, mm-hmm. He has. We also breed dogs on the side, and he has a recently acquired part time job. But his main priorities and focus have been the raising of our children, and I have worked full time. That's been what we have decided to do. And he does all the things. He grocery shops and cleans and packs me lunches and takes the kids to all their activities. And like, I am so lazy because he (laughs) does all of it for me. He does the laundry. He does like, I mean, he does the homemakey things because that was what he was home. You know, like that was was the agreement. That's how it worked out. Mm -hmm. And if we were to ever switch back man that would be like the biggest adjustment of my life because I don't know that I know how to do a lot of things <laughs> you still do stuff though Megan you still see your kids off at school oh, I've heard sure. you it, I mean, you're painting true. a picture that you're just sitting around and reading a book no. but you're very actively involved in your kids lives as well as the housework and stuff like that but I yes I mean just, just like saying. if he was the one that was working full-time I would expect yes around the house and cleaning and help with the children like yes I'm not doing nothing but I right like I think of some of my friends Mm -hmm. and I mean and maybe it's because their husbands are less helpful that Mm -hmm. I look at them and think I don't think I could do that (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he his he Alex tells me not all the time, but often enough that it's in the back of my head that his goal in life is to make me happy. And if mm-hmm. I'm not happy, then he mm-hmm. needs to know what else he should be doing. Like that. That's very that's sweet. Sweet. But but what that creates is a very spoiled me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you deserve it. That's maybe. what he wants. It is yeah. what he wants, and I appreciate it. But I, mean, <laughs> so I guess that makes me not spoiled. I, mean, I was going to say, I feel I'm like you're very aware for. and very grateful. So I am. I'm just very careful. You, you still work, and what you yeah. do as a job, I think, is very demanding physically. So yeah. I and emotionally, yeah, and emotionally, I'm grateful that you have a husband that has that kind of perspective <laughs> and and goal. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. All right, Emily, did that help you give time? I mean, you're not lazy. So, that <laughs> well, I am in some aspects. We all are. We all Did are. you ask the question yeah. again? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. What have you learned about yourself from being married to Kevin? That I appreciate. So, I am a big, fat, giant dreamer, right? Yeah. And I genuinely don't think that anything is out of my reach if I just want to take the risk. So, but I appreciate um, having Kevin because he is not a risk taker. And so I like having that anchor because that means I don't think that I would be as big of a risk taker if I didn't have that anchor, I think I always thought that I was just like this big adventurous, you know, jump off the cliff type person. But I really think that I can do that because I have this anchor at the top of the cliff. So if something goes bad, I can just scream my way back up there and start from base camp again and regroup. And, you know, if things weren't, I think I, I like the stability 
but I don't want it in me. <laughs> I don't want me. <laughs> you want you want the freedom, but you have that because Kevin is Ex- your base family. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I would be a lot more. In fact, I know I would. I would be a lot more reserved and uh, not reserved. That's the wrong word. I would be a lot more well, cautious. More cautious. Yeah. 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 With my adventures, if I wasn't married to somebody who was completely opposite of that. And it's not that he doesn't take some risk, but that they usually come with a little bit of help from me. Like, mm-hmm. you should do that. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. Like, why don't you talk to somebody about that? <laughs> so I I appreciate knowing um that I I actually feel more complete because I have an anchor. I think mm-hmm. I would always feel this sense of like needing to jump off the cliffs. Yeah. But, and I, maybe I would have gotten there eventually without an anchor. Like I would have, but I would have replaced, like I would have had to find an anchor and I don't think I would have found one as good. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. he also is super supportive of me jumping off the cliff. That sounds awful. So like, no. um, right. but just but, a, yeah, exploring and yeah. Like, it, I mean, and I have done so many things that I would, I would personally classify as unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And every time I come up with something new, he never has ever, ever said, okay, but you've already done 10 things and they weren't really that successful. He's always just like, okay, sounds good. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, I, I appreciate the encouragement and the belief as well as the anchor. So that's awesome. Um, for me, I, I mean, I don't. It's hard. It's kind of a, that is a harder question to think about because I hadn't really thought about it myself, but um, I think just recognizing everybody's strengths and Mm -hmm. how important it is to have different kinds of people. Cause I honestly can't imagine being married to someone who had um, a strong as well as I do. Right. And there are some couples and they can make it work and things like that. But part of me is just like, he's just, I just feel like we just balance each other out. And so I feel like we, through being married to someone who he's very similar to Kevin, as far as doesn't really like a lot of risks. He doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, very content with no change. Yeah. Um, I love all the change, you know, give me all the change all the time and lots of parts of my lives. Like that's super engaging and exciting for me. And so if anything, it's just helped me appreciate you need a little bit of everybody because whereas Kevin is your anchor for you, Mm -hmm. Mark helps uh, simmer some things down because it would be very (laughs) interesting to see what my life would be like without him because he does in my case, my going off the cliff isn't necessarily a good thing. <laughs> so in my case, it probably has just, um, we've created this life that I just am super grateful for and happy with because we have that balance, that yin and yang, you know, I definitely provide the fire and the movement, but he, he kind of is always there with like a fire extinguisher. Like, yeah. be like okay, but not this fire. Let's, let's yeah. not do this fire. You know? <laughs> I Yes, I appreciate the wisdom and his slower pace, his more methodical thinking, which then has accepting games. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's helped me appreciate right accepting games. Yeah, 
it's helped me appreciate my, um, what I can bring to the, our relationship in the table, you know, I guess by acknowledging him and what he brings, it also helps me appreciate the, the skills that, and the strengths I have as well. So it's yeah. good. So, yeah. All right. Well, this was super fun. I sure it love is. your husbands. They are I so love your husbands, all unique, and, but are so equally matched. I feel like I love seeing the relationships and how your husbands, you know, help support you and love you. And mm -hmm. I just feel very fortunate in the brother-in-law category to yeah, me too. They're just, they're just great. We just, I just really enjoy everyone. We pick good people. I mean, we well, and we, we all, all six of us get along. Oh like, yeah. We can yeah. easily go on vacation and it not mm -hmm. being like, Oh, well, mm -hmm. the so-and-sos are coming. Right. There's no, there's no management, managing of my brain when I'm no. with all of you guys, which is yeah. so freeing and so nice. Oh, it's so mm -hmm. easy. It's, it's so great. Easy. Yeah. It's super easy. So super grateful. This is super fun. Thanks Bree for the suggestion. She's yeah. like, thank you. We're grateful. It was a fun, it was a fun little chat and we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.